Alright guys, what's going on? Welcome back to episode 2 of Culturalism. Um, got a good response from episode 1. I didn't think that many people would listen to it, but I was reading the uh, analytics on uh, Anchor, which is like the uh, the app that everybody uploads their podcast to. And uh, there's like 25 people that listen, so thank you guys. So that just motivates me to... Uh, to, to do more of these so uh as you can probably tell i don't sound like i'm in a fucking uh tornado like you can't hear me breathing like <laughs> into the fucking mic so yeah i got a i got a new mic it's actually pretty legit um it came with like the control arm and uh, like a pop filter so hopefully it sounds good hopefully i'm not too too loud on you guys as in I'll, uh, I'll listen to this back and see if I'm being too loud and if I can um, adjust the gain on the uh, the volume settings or anything like that. But yeah, new mic, so I figured if I'm going to do this, I might as well you know, invest a little bit into it. It wasn't that much, so hopefully this uh, can uh, eventually lead to maybe a, uh, a, video, a video podcast as well. I'm not sure. I don't have... Uh, a good-looking face, so I don't think uh, we'll do that anytime soon. But episode two, uh, last week we kind of talked about, or, or we talked about how I got started in this uh, fitness thing, um, not just bodybuilding, but the lifestyle of how to be healthy, how to take care of yourself um, physically, um, and how to that leads to um, you know mental growth as well. Um, but th- what I wanted to talk about this week is something that's, you know, pretty prevalent in the, um, uh, just in the world, um, not even in just bodybuilding, in, um, you know, regular ass people, uh, something that's, you know, almost a detriment to, to, to just everyday life. So, and that topic is basically just embracing the struggle before the glory and I think um, that's something that all of you would probably agree that, you know, if I have this goal that I want to achieve, I want to get there as fast as possible. Um, and sometimes people can overlook the steps that they actually have to do to get to where they want to be. So, like I said, just in everyday life, um, you know, really obviously keep your goal in the uh, the forefront of your mind. I'm not saying, you know, don't look at it as the last step. I'll look at it as the ultimate goal. But you have to remember there are things that you need to do that are going to get to where you want to be. Um, these things might not be ideal at the time, but um, everybody has their, you know, trials and tribulations. But even if the process of your goal sets you back mentally, physically, financially, there's a fucking reason why that happened. And that is just going to make the end result so much more, you know, desirable, so much more sweeter, um, if you will. But let's just talk about it like this. Like I've seen it in the gym so, so many times and I've seen it online. I've seen it um, in the workplace, but as for 
this is a bodybuilding um, related show. So people in my gym, um, I'll tell you a story. People in my gym, uh, I should guess I should tell you where I train now. So I train in like a sportsplex. It's not that hardcore. It's not that intense. The vibe, um, there's no music. So um, if you ha- don't have any headphones for the day, if you forget your headphones um, at home, you're kind of fucked. So there's no music. Um, it's metal plates. They have, you know, a, a good selection of weights. They have a, a, a small cardio section. Um, but it's basically like a family kind of fitness center, but with this a detached weight room. I mean, there's like upstairs before you walk downstairs where the gym is. There's like a wrestling cage where they have, um, you know, these little kids wrestling each other. And, and when I'm downstairs training, I can hear them like fucking rolling around and stomping on the mats upstairs while they're doing their wrestling matches. And then when you walk downstairs, there's like a little league baseball team that's, you know, doing their fucking workout. Or I guess like, I don't know if they're high school, but there's always like some you know, younger generation around me. So it's kind of hard to to kind of get to where I want to be um, mentally, um, especially before those big sets. Um, so that's the gym I'm at. So you can imagine the people that come through there are, um, you know, the older, older people that are just trying to, you know, maintain their health. Um, and also there's a lot of, of young high school kids and then there's mostly college kids. And then um, there's very few people that actually take you know, training seriously. And I really only talk to, you know, maybe two or three people. Um, one person I talk to, he's a really good uh, looking physique. He has a lot of potential. Um, he knows what he's doing. He takes his training seriously. Um, but most of the people there, they're just kind of staying the same. Um, and I want to talk about that. So while these people are training, uh, I'm I'm pretty cognizant of my surroundings and like what people are doing. And when I'm working out, like I'm not there to, you know, have a good time. Um, I mean, I, I'm there to destroy myself, basically. So as I'm, you know, doing my sets and reps, I'm kind of just people watching while I'm, you know, getting myself ready mentally for the next working set. And as I'm looking around, there's people swiping on Tinder. There's people walking around looking for shit to do like they have no clear-cut plan for the day it's literally how can i just walk around and be in the gym for the longest amount of time because i don't want to go home that's not what you want to do there should be a reason for every movement that you select every exercise that you select whether it's trying to build a thicker upper chest or build you know, just bigger legs or different angles of the bicep or tricep. There should be a fucking reason why you're in the gym. Like, you shouldn't just be walking around. Oh, maybe I'll do three sets of, you know, biceps and then I'll walk over. Uh, you know, maybe three, four exercises later and, and I'll maybe do some, you know, incline bench press. But these people don't take it fucking seriously. So... This one day, um, I'm doing, I think I was, I was doing chest because it was, it was a Monday and I usually hit chest on a Monday. So I'm on my incline chest press, like the hammer strength one. And I just finished doing four plates for like a set of 10. 
And this kid is like on his phone on the next machine I need. So I'm kind of, you know, finishing up, um, you know, loading the weights back on the on the weight tree and giving him some time to, to finish his set. But the motherfucker is just sitting there on his phone. I guess texting is what he was doing because his thumbs are moving a lot or I guess Snapchat. There's a lot of fucking kids in the gym also Snapchat, just random dumb shit to, to you know, oh, putting in that work, checking in, checking out, and tagging m- multiple motherfuckers in the gym. We'll talk about that later, but he's, he's just, you know, dicking around on his phone. So I'm like, hey, bro, like, how many sets do you have left? And then he's like, oh, you know, I got three or four. I'm like, if you don't mind me asking, like, how many sets do you usually do on this one? And he's like, you know, like five or six. I'm like, well, shit, like, what set are you on? Like, like four, right? And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just wait. And then this motherfucker continues to just text on his phone. So I wait, like, another two or three minutes. And at this point, I have been off the chest press machine for about five minutes just waiting for this kid because I went to the bathroom and refilled my water bottle, came back, unloaded all the plates, and then by that time, it was time for me to move on to the next exercise. So that's like five minutes. So I'm like, I go back up to this kid. I'm like, yo, like I got to work in with you or you got to go somewhere else because I'm not going to sit around and wait for you to fucking text in between each set like five to 600 times, basically, uh, between your fucking reps or, or sets rather. He's like, oh, bro, I'm like, what do you mean, dude? Like, I'm like, dude, like you don't have that much weight on. He only had... A, a plate and a quarter on and it was it's the flat um hammer strength press it um it's kind of like at an angle so not that much weight like my girlfriend could do that legit like easy so i'm like bro like you're literally just sitting here biding your time and not even putting any effort into into the exercise like why are you why are you here and he's like oh man like you know i'm, I'm just here to work out i'm like no, bro, like, get off the fucking machine because you're obviously not using it. So I <laughs> I take the machine from this kid, and, like, he walks off all butthurt, but that's what I'm talking about. People like that are always going to fucking look the same. They're going to put the same amount of effort in. It's the same people that join a gym and don't lose weight at the beginning of the year that think they're going to have this resolution of, oh, I'm going to be, you know, 10, 20 pounds lighter by like March. It's those motherfuckers that are like putting in zero effort and then getting mad because they're not doing, you know, any progress that that's basically already presumptively in their head. It's so it's so weird for me to think that you can come to the gym, just walk around, not even sweat and then leave and call that a successful workout. I I I barely fucking make it out of the gym, like, alive. Like, today on legs, like, it was probably the first time me and my girlfriend have trained since, like, uh, like September of last year together. So I kind of had a little bit more motivation just because it didn't look like a bitch in front of her. So I barely make it out of the gym alive. Like, it doesn't make sense to just put zero effort into a goal and then expect to reach your goal. And then another thing I hate about my gym is that these younger kids coming up, they see what 
um, his name is the other guy's name. I, I train with, um, I ask him for spots, but we don't really train together that I was telling you guys about. It's probably the only other guy I talk to in the gym because he takes it seriously. Uh, his name's Seth. Um, they look at me and him and then they just like scoff at us. It's like, I, I understand why it's because they see us posing, um, in between sets to get more blood into the muscle. They see us taking videos of us, you know, posing and, and flexing, but there's a reason for that. There's a reason that I have to see if my front double is getting better, see if my biceps are peaking more. There's also a reason just to have that progression monitored each day. Like if I don't go a day without taking a video, I'll drive myself insane. So I have to take pictures and videos of myself to send to my coach. Seth has to take pictures to monitor his progress. I don't know if he's bulking, but he looks like he's bulking. But he has to take videos of himself to monitor how he's doing so he can't fuck up his progress. If you continually have no baseline, if you continually have no fucking idea what you're doing, then what's the point? There's no point in having no plan. And this is what I'm talking about. And then when these kids look at us, or just people in general, like, you can't want something that I paid for with sweat, blood, and countless hours of repetition. You can't want that shit for free. Like, you have to have some sort of intrinsic motivation. Whether that be, oh, I'm doing this for myself to prove other people wrong. Uh, I'm doing this because... You know, my, my parents said um, I could never do this or my friends said I could never do this. Uh, I'm, I want to do this because, uh, you know, somebody in my family passed away and I want to dedicate this show to them. Whatever that motivation is, it's it's got to be within yourself and you have to really take a step back, honestly. You have to take a step back and ask yourself, why am I doing this? And if that fucking reason isn't good enough, at least the reason I'm going to give you next should motivate you enough to just never want to stop. Because some point in your fucking life, and my life, and everybody else's life around you, we're going to fucking die. We are going to fucking die. It's a fact. We have a finite amount of time on this earth to do the shit we want to do. And the longer you wait, I'm, I have been like a prime suspect in this example of waiting longer than I should have to make a decision. Going back to um, like my work situation, like uh, 2019, I waited longer than I needed to to get out of the shittiest corporate job ever known to man. If you ever work for LA Fitness, you will know what I mean. But stop waiting. You're going to fucking die. What's the point of waiting and just saying, oh, I have next week. Oh, I can do it tomorrow. Oh, we'll get it next time. No, do it to fucking day. There's no reason for you to have absolutely any lapse in your progress because you feel like, oh, I'm too tired today. Oh, you know, I don't have as much carbs as I usually have. Oh, I got off work late. There's, there's no fucking excuse. If you have a goal, do the steps. 
that are going to lead you to the goal. You can't skip step one, two, and three to get to step eight, nine, and ten. It's not going to happen. Put in the hours, put in the dedication, put in the effort, and most of all, remember, you're going to fucking die. That's what I wanted to talk about today because it seems so prevalent in society. You know, people want a nice car or that's that's something I want to talk about too. So, uh, you know, you see like a Lamborghini or a nice European foreign car. What do most people say when they see that car um, and somebody in that car to like their girlfriend when they're walking? Oh, that must be fucking nice, right? Somebody sees a nice house. Oh, it must be fucking nice. Yeah, to that person, it is fucking nice because they put in the fucking effort and time and the work to get that. So it is fucking nice. Like, don't look at things, you know, like muscles or money or cars or houses or a lifestyle that you want. Don't look at that with envy. Look at it with motivation and fuel to your fire. There's no point in trying to project your short shortcomings on onto somebody else that has what you want or what you want. So that's something I want to talk about because I've seen it a lot lately. Like these kids and this, these people in the gym are putting in minimal effort. They have seemingly no progress ever um, coming in the future. Like they're going to be the same person they were when they joined the gym or when I joined the gym. Because some of these people look the same as when I joined the gym in October to now. And, it, and it's almost fucking April. It's the end of, of March, dude. Like, what have you been doing? <laughs> so that's just something I want to talk about. It's uh, it, We could go on forever. Um, I'm going to have my friend Nate on, and then he's going to talk about everything. Um, you know, kind of how that relates to outside bodybuilding and, and life and how we can be efficient and effective, um, you know, just in our lives so we don't spin our wheels. So now that we're past that, as you guys know, I put a question sticker up on Instagram. I got 10 questions. I've only picked, let me see, they're in my notes. Um, I only picked four, no, three, sorry. I didn't like the fourth one. Uh, the other six or, or seven were kind of like basic shit that you can basically just Google. So sorry for those people that don't get your question answered. So uh, I don't know if I should say you guys' names. Uh, I won't just because uh, you probably know who you are if you are getting your question read. So first question I have is list your favorite categories. Um, so I'm guessing like open physique classic and 212. Yeah. So we'll just, I guess we'll just stick with that as the premise of the question. So what are my favorite categories in order or divisions in order? Um, obviously, you guys know I compete in classic, um, but I would not put classic above men's open. Um, I think everybody would be in agreement that most of the people at these amateur or maybe not amateur, but most of the people at these pro shows are there to see the big boys. Um, there's just something appealing to seeing somebody take their physique to the, you know, literal extreme. 
Um, nobody's, to be honest, nobody's there to see the fucking bikini girls. Like, everybody wants to see, like, the wellness chicks and, uh, you know, like, the shredded-ass physique chicks. And, you know, they're making a comeback with women's bodybuilding, which is fucking awesome. So, they're there to see the freaks. Like, they don't want to just see a regular-ass person on stage. They want to see what the human body is capable of. And for that reason alone, I'm always going to put bodybuilding, open bodybuilding, in any like men's women's um i'm always going to put that above and beyond anything else so first is open bodybuilding obviously classic will be second um the only reason it falls short or you know is is second is because there aren't that many freaks out there um in classic uh you have you know chris is obviously um number one in my opinion um, he will be Mr. Olympia as long as he continues to decide to do the Olympia. Uh, so that's my take on Chris. Other than that, Brianna is getting less and less impressive. Um, rough Diesel, great poser. Um, I think he could have used a little bit more oil at this Olympia. But there's not that many you know, freaks in classic. So other than Chris, he's just a beast in himself. And like I said, he's going to win the Olympia as long as he decides to do the Olympia. Um, and then third, I would put physique. Um, I there's, I don't not like 212. I just don't follow it. Um, but I know more people that do physique and I know or follow people that um, actually compete in physique. So that's the only reason I'm going to put physique over 212. Um, so yeah, that's my top, uh, or, or divisions in order. So open bodybuilding, classic physique, and then 212. Uh, next question. How do you get more out of training? Okay. Pretty, pretty easy question, but there's a kind of slew of things you could do. Um, we've already talked about this, uh, at the beginning of the show. So just have a purpose when you go in and embrace the struggle because you're going to have to work through plateaus, whether it be, you know, weights on your sets, weights, um, you know, referring to yourself um, that you're not going to break. I remember I was stuck at 189 for the longest time. And then finally I shot up to 197 this past off season. It was at my heaviest. Um, and that took a lot out of me, or it took a lot for me to do, um, to do that. Like I had to be structured with the diet. I had to be structured with the lifting, as you know, on top of the recovery. I had to do everything perfectly. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I didn't miss meals because I did. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I didn't feel like um, going to the gym every day. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you, you know, I'm this genetic specimen because i'm not i I think i don't i have the best i don't think i have the best structure i don't don't think i even have the best muscle insertions but i broke through that 190 or 89 plateau and after that it was just kind of let's take it as far as we can but just have a purpose um in whatever you do in the gym or in life and then another thing you could do is pretty simple as well you could um decrease your rest times so 
for me, I'm a low volume uh, type of, I guess, trainer. Um, that's just what my coach likes. Uh, there's no point to do four sets of 10 and, you know, drag that volume out across the week and maybe even do two times a week. Um, just get the most out of each set. Uh, so, you know, I only usually have two working sets. And then obviously we do our warm up sets, but we don't count those. So we usually do like one all out set for like eight to 10 at the most. And then we'll usually have a back off set. And then that will be, you know, higher than 12 uh, reps. But between those sets, since I'm such a low, low volume trainer, well, it's kind of hard to say. Um, I only rest like 45 seconds. Um, so that's usually um, the time for me to take the weight off um, and do my back off set. So by the time I'm done stripping the weight, I just hop back on. So obviously you can you know, fine tune it to how you want. But if you're uh, finding that, hey, maybe I'm not sweating as much as I want to, let's just cut back the rest from maybe like, uh, like 90 seconds to a minute or a minute to 45. So another way, and this is probably the, the last way you guys can figure out other things, is just have a, a training partner um, that's of similar with strength. Um, so you guys can start going. Like I said, I train alone. So there's kind of like a limit to where I take myself mentally with the weights. <laughs> um, if I'm squatting, I'm pretty cognizant of who's around at the gym that I trust. Because like I said, I don't trust any of these motherfuckers in the gym to squat your boy. Um, so if you have a training partner that's of equal strength of you, like so you have them to spot you and have confidence in them. Um, I think that can help as well. Because if, if I had somebody to train with, like every fucking day, like I would be going as hard as possible. But I feel like I'm going like 93% right now. Um, so that extra 7% that I could get out of just having somebody there so I could feel a little bit more comfortable with weights. Like I think that could get definitely, definitely more performance out of me. And you guys could probably use this as well. So, yeah. All right. And the last question is, um, can you explain progressive overload to me? I've been adding each weight uh, each week, but I feel like I can't break through my plateaus. All right. So the whole YouTube and Internet has got this whole progressive overload fucked up. The way I looked at it is, um, before I got with my coach was the same way you are doing it right now. So every week, you know, say we're doing a squat or a deadlift or a bench press. If I do 135 next week, I'm going to come back or if I do 135 on a bench press one week and then the next week, I should be able to come back and do like 245 for maybe more reps or maybe, um, you know, just more weight in general. That's what I always thought progressive overload was before I got with Morgan, who was my coach. And I remember he shared a, a post by Jordan Peters, who is like the king of like training in um, the UK. So that post basically was progressive overload is a novel, novel stimulus um, that your body hasn't ever encountered. So 
He also went on to explain that not just the weights, but the range of motion, the way in which you control the the weight, you know. So he was even saying that, you know, for your weight selection, if you do decide to progressively overload on your weight, it doesn't have to be fucking 25 pounds at a time. Like, if I can only squat 405 for 8, there's no point in putting on 25 more pounds or or 50 pounds total on each um, on the on the bar and trying to expect to do you know more reps with it like next week like one pound is a novel stimulus so if you go on Amazon this is what he was saying if you go on Amazon and buy some fucking one pound plates to put on the bar um, and you put that on uh, your your heaviest um, weight. That's a novel stimulus, so your body's going to have to respond to that. And it's the game of playing how to keep my body always exposed to a new stimulus. And it, after you master the weight, uh, you know, the poundages, you should be able to control your range of motion. You should be able to control um, just the weight in general, not letting the bar slam your chest on a bench press or the dumbbells just drop um, to your chest when you're pressing them, or you know, letting the deadlift or, or rack pull slam on the on the pins um, after you do that um, that initial pull. So that's kind of how I look at progressive overload, just a novel stimulus. Um, even if you know I stick with the same weight on a squat for like nine, but Next week, those same nine reps are deeper. That's progressive overload, dude. Like, don't overcomplicate the shit. So that's why I say progressive overload is kind of fucked up now. Um, and the internet has made it so much more complicated than it needs to be. Is because people were just like, oh, well, you know, you got to add a formula to get your poundages for next week. And then, you know, if those poundages are too much, then you're not recovering. And then... You have to look at your recovery and then blah, 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 blah. Like, shut the fuck up. Novel stimulus, expose your body to it, even if it's just one pound. Even if it's just a little bit deeper on the squat. Even if it's just controlling the weight more on the eccentric part of the movement. That's progressive overload. So, hope that helps you. Uh, yeah, and that was the last question. So, sorry, the recording kind of fucked up. So, I had to record this. Um... Again, I don't know why it stopped, but um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, um, got a good response from episode one. Um, if you guys like this episode, make sure you share it with somebody, um, especially with what we talked about in the beginning. Maybe there's somebody you know that could use that little bit of extra motivation um, from what we talked about today. So just give the podcast a share. Um, but that has been episode two, guys. Um, like I said, we're still trying to work out the schedule. So I definitely can always do a podcast on like the beginning of the week. So like expect a podcast like Sunday, Monday. But I think I want to do one maybe like Friday night. Uh, or would that kind of be too many days in between podcasts? Or would you just like many segments of how we did like last week? So you definitely have to let me, get, let me know um, what you guys like. But... Thank you for watching, and I'll see you guys in the next uh, episode. Peace.
Mary Jane, I don't like you Mary Jane With the gang, OT gang, 40 